Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. We've got on the phone uh, the director of a really terrific documentary called Ronnie Coleman, The King. Uh, that would be the director, Vlad Uden. Vlad, welcome to Film School. What's going on? Great to uh, be here with you. Uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for being on. Um, you found a really terrific subject. He's an exceedingly nice man, uh, accessible, seems very honest. How did you come to this project? How, where did you, how did you meet Ronnie Coleman? Well, uh, you know, I met Ronnie probably for the first time ever in 2012. Um, I came to Columbus, Ohio. We were doing research for a documentary called Generation Iron, which we did, uh, uh, you know, which was released in 2013. Uh, and I was, it was a documentary about bodybuilding, basically, you know, modern-day competitive bodybuilding. And I met Ronnie, you know, we had dinner, you know, kind of just, uh, you know, it was an introductory meeting, basically. And um, we had a great conversation. You know, he told me a lot about his life, about his career, and that was kind of like the first step, you know. And then after we made Generation Iron, the film, we, we formed Generation Iron, the network for, for, you know, for bodybuilding fans uh, and enthusiasts. And then we just kept in touch, you know. And then uh, last year we had a long conversation, and, you know, Ryan was going through, he was going through multiple back surgeries, and he was dealing with a lot of different things. And, um, you know, we decided to make a, a documentary film about his career and also kind of we wanted to document what he's going through right now, you know, presently dealing with health issues and stuff like that uh, to depict that period in his life. So, you know, the inception of it kind of happened a few years ago, but last year we actually made the film and now it's finally out. Was he, uh, was he immediately receptive to the idea of doing a documentary about himself? Well, you know, I knew him for a few years, you know, so he um, he knows that, you know, our company here, my team, you know, we do films um, that deal with bodybuilding, and we always bring stories about bodybuilding, and we really kind of, you know, we, we give a, sort of like a human aspect to a lot of the bodybuilders, so he knows the, the work. So when we had a conversation about making the film, we already knew each other for a few years, and um, there was a level of trust there, and, you know, when when, you know, when Ronnie committed to it, um, he promised me that he's going to be very open and he's going to, you know, nothing's going to be off limits, basically, uh, when we tell a story. And he kept his promise and, you know, he was very receptive to it, actually. So it was actually uh, a pleasure working with him on the film. Well, he, as I said in the intro, he comes across as a very accessible, very nice man. Uh, sort of cuts across some of what I I think a lot of people would would tend to believe about bodybuilders that, they're you know, roided up and that they have a very aggressive, you know, win at all costs kind of kind of mentality. Now, I know he's a competitive person. He's obviously a competitive person to have won eight times uh, Mr. Uh, Olympus or uh, Mr. Did I get that right? Olympia, yeah. Mr. Olympia. To what, yep. that Obviously, he's got that. But he's a very genteel side. Uh, there's also this other part of the, st- uh, the film where what he – he loves to do in addition to bodybuilding and his family he's also a police officer which is kind of an interesting kind of uh, sideline in in the in the telling of the story um is he i mean he, i'm sure he is as he presents himself in the film but uh it, it's really it really invites the the viewer into into this uh into this story is his his charisma if you will 
Has that always been an evident part of his of his persona when you've known him? Yeah, I mean, you know, he, Ronnie is generally um, he's an easygoing guy, you know, and but you know when we did the. Um, when we got the footage, we did the interviews with him, and, you know, we sort of were looking back in the lab, you know, you kind of, in documentaries, you know, you so it's almost like you're making the film, you know, like, kind of three times, like, you know, like, you kind of just create a concept, and you shoot it, and then you see what you got at the end, and then you kind of, when you edit it, it, it can be a whole different type of film, so, um, actually, when we were editing the film, we saw a very, very, like, uh, emotional, compelling side to him as well, I thought. Yeah. Um, that I, in life it's almost he's a very easygoing guy. You know, he's just always even when he's in pain or he's not feeling well, he's always. Sometimes you can't really tell, um, but I feel like in the film, um, the the sensitive moments you, you kind of you 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 see it a bit more, and it comes through in his interviews and, and sort of certain scenes that you see in the movie. Um, so I feel like yeah, he has, definitely has a very charismatic side to him. It's a great personality. Um, but I feel like in this movie, you're going to see kind of both sides of it. You know, you definitely will see a, a more serious side, oh, yeah. and you will see, like, what he's going through, actually, you know, because he, he's definitely been going through a lot of operations. And, yeah. Um, and though they were complex, you know, he doesn't really show it to people. But I feel like in this movie, you'll, you'll get a chance to see what he's, what he's, what he's been through and what he's going to, um, to right. this day, really. Right. And he's also, you see the part of his life where he's a successful businessman. He's been able to parlay his renown in the world of bodybuilding into a business. Uh, he's doing, you know, there are all kinds of different things going on. And, um, yeah, now, uh, tell me a little bit about yourself as a, as a filmmaker. Well, you, you, you uh, have mm-hmm. a, uh, you've, you've been building, you talked about, you alluded to your, uh, to your company, sort of a specializing in bodybuilding. Um, and before I, before we get to that question, I think, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but bodybuilding seems to me to be more of a more popular outside the United States than it is in the United States. Or, or correct me if I'm wrong in that perception. It varies. You know, when we say bodybuilding fitness, right, it's it's almost like, you know, what are we talking about? You know what I'm saying? Because uh, competitive bodybuilding is one thing, right? It's like guys compete and there's a few different federations. You know, the biggest one is in the United States, of course, but um, you know, in some it, it depends, you know, because in some countries, even like pro bodybuilders, you know, they're looked upon as these big celebrities, you know, uh, where in the United States, it's not really like that, you know. So mm-hmm. it depends on the country, it depends on how, how they see kind of like bodybuilders. Uh, but of course, if we're talking about, you know, just general fitness, you know, health and fitness, then I think in the U.S., uh, maybe in Europe, you know, it's uh, the gyms are more widespread. You know, mm-hmm. um, I'm actually I actually spent a big part of this year traveling all around the world. We're shooting a, a third installment of a Generation Iron movie, and we're actually exploring, you know, how bodybuilding is spreading across the wor- uh, the world, and we're seeing you know drastic differences between countries. You know, um, some countries, you know, gyms are just starting to pop up. You know, some countries' bodybuilding has been deeply rooted in their communities. Um, but I think, you know, in America, is, you know, when we talk about competitive bodybuilding, is um, it is definitely not mainstream, of course, although fitness and gyms are everywhere. But I'm talking about competitively, it's not a mainstream sport. Right. Some don't even consider it a sport, of course. And um, it is, um, in many ways, looked upon as taboo as something that's maybe not acceptable, you know what I mean? Right. Um, but in other countries, like, you know, uh, sometimes they, they do look up on as celebrities and as big athletes. Right. Uh, it just it depends on a region, honestly. You, you, it's so hard to generalize, you know? Right, I understand, and I didn't mean to draw too broad a brush with that. But mm-hmm. at, at the same time, Americans most 
familiar at, if they're familiar at all with bodybuilding would associate it with Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? He's the one, he's, oh, he's the he's the icon, if you will. He's the on the Mount Olympus, if you will, of of bodybuilders. Mm-hmm. And he was from Germany or Austria. I'm trying to remember exactly where he's from. So, Austria, yeah. yeah. But also, you know, the the reason why I think he's sort of looked upon as that is because he generated a lot of his appeal, you know, as a mainstream Hollywood star. He right. became an actor and that's what propelled him to the next level, I think. You know what I'm right, saying? Even right. though, but he was so physically advanced that right away, of course, people noticed him more. But I think he got most of that fame way after bodybuilding, in my opinion. Right, right. Oh, yeah, of course. But that's how he was mm-hmm. introduced to a lot of us. We, we got to know him. I want to remind our listeners we're speaking with Vlad Yudna. He's the director of the film Ronnie Coleman, The King, about one of the, if not, well, certainly one of the greatest bodybuilders of all time. And um, and just re- before we get to your background as a filmmaker, I want to ask one other question about bodybuilding, and that is, is there sort of a universal sort of uh, uh, the epitome of what, bodybuilders should look like because you mentioned it's a, around the it's spreading around the world are there different sort of views of what the ultimate body looks like or is it or we do we have sort of universal agreement on on those sort of parameters no that's a big debate actually it's happening right now um and that's something i've been exploring actually for the last six months just trying to then try to figure out what is the um, ideal physique, what it should look like. And, you know, even within the sport, right, within the bodybuilding community, there's a lot of debates happening right now because it used to be just bodybuilding, right? Yeah. And bodybuilding basically, as it, as it, you know, years progressed, you know, the bodybuilders got larger. You know, many people said that, you know, they got too big. Um, actually, Ronnie Coleman was one of the guys that pushed the envelope. Oh, you know, yeah. Back in the, back in the you know, er, uh, late uh, 90s, he was pushing the envelope. He became like what's called a mass monster. So now, for instance, there's um, amongst men, you know, in bodybuilding, in pro bodybuilding, right, there's like um, there's something called classic physique, which is, you know, like if it's bodybuilding, it's classic physique, which is kind of like going back to the Arnold era, of the looks, you know, you can't get too big. You have to, your your height needs to kind of correlate with your with your um, with your actual weight. Uh, then there's also men's physique, which is uh, almost like a beach body type of look. Uh-huh. Um, and it's like I think it's like almost like for men, I think it's like seven different divisions. Okay. And then for women, it's the same thing. You know, uh, there was also only women's bodybuilding back in the you know 80s, 90s, whatever. Um, but now there's like about I think six different divisions. So you know, it's I guess you know as as a uh, as a as a sport as a, as a culture, you know, they want to be able to appeal to everybody depending on your body type and what you're trying to achieve, but there's definitely debates right now. What's going to happen to, uh, to bodybuilding as, you know, as the heavy, heavyweight bodybuilding? What's going to happen to that? You know, because um, there's definitely complaints about them uh, not looking appealing at this, at this present time. Okay. Uh, but then some say, you know, That's what you want. when you want to see something, you know, yeah. something uh, extraordinary, you know, you have to kind of, See a body that nobody can, nobody else can achieve, you know. So it has to be something spectacular about right. it. Right. So there's a, there's definitely a big debate happening. Okay. Well, let's about um, let's talk about your your background. You were talking about your mm-hmm. your company specializes in in th- this sort of uh, field. Uh, mm-hmm. Tell me about how you got into a film filmmaking. Well, filmmaking, you know, I'll be honest with you, uh, always was my passion. You know, documentaries is the genre that I started working in. Um, I work with a variety of films even now, you know, but um, after making Generation Iron movie in 2012, which was basically like um, a modern-day pumping iron, you know, we teamed up with actually a producer of pumping iron, Jerome Gary, 
and we made a Generation Iron film. And after we made that film, it became, you know, one of the top sports films, one of the top documentaries and box office of that year. And that propelled us to um, open GenerationIron.com, which is a, which is basically a Generation Iron Fitness Network. Um, is a content um, is a content creator. Uh, it's almost like you know Vice meets you know uh, you know the health and fitness. Um, and you know we started special making specialty films in that genre, um, and we we created our platform so we can you know we can cater towards. The audience, you know, and we've been building uh, the audience up steadily. And you know, I still do uh, different type of films in the, in the documentary genre, but uh, we're definitely being heavily focused on, um, you know, a lot of personalities out of the fitness world. And um, yeah, and it's been going, it's been doing really well for us. Uh, what's your company website? So it's, uh, you know, our parent company is called Vlada.com. So it's V L A D A R.com. And our fitness network is generationiron.com. And, uh, you know, there's daily content there. Uh, you know, we basically like a digital studio network gotcha. uh, that caters towards, you know, bodybuilding enthusiasts, uh, fitness, you know, health and fitness fans, uh, and just people that want to, you know, get daily content. Right. And then, you know, we make about, I would say, two to three films a year right. that we release um, on the network and also across all other platforms as well. And for people who want to find out more about Roddy Coleman, the King, and want to watch, I know it's in a couple of theaters, but it's also getting ready for a VOD release. Tell us how we can find out more. About Absolutely, it. it's it's like a date and date release, basically. And it just I just got the news that it hit number one. Uh, it, it became number one documentary in in the United States, uh, number one on iTunes right now. In documentaries, uh, top ten independent film, fantastic in the country. Yeah, so uh yeah, you can you can check it out on iTunes, uh you can check it out on generationiron.com. You can check it out on Google Play and and other platforms as well. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for the film. It's really uh, like I said, great personality. Ronnie is a terrific subject and you get into all kinds of different looks into his life and to the different uh, aspects and also his history. It's a very well done documentary. Congratulations on it and uh Really appreciate you finding time to come on Film School today. Thank you, Vlad. Absolutely, man. Thank you so much for having me, guys. I appreciate it. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.